faith-based experience on love. Bad. 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 Life-based experience on love. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. I am your host, Badass Jones, offering personal advice and life-based experience on love, sex, relationships, intimacy, with a little Jamaican flair. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, how's everybody doing? I hope that you all are great and I hope that you've had a great start to your week. Uh, this is another episode that you're tuning into of the Pum Pum Chronicles. And I have a very, very special guest with me today. And her name yeah. is Emily. And she is the CEO and creator of an amazing product called Oh Nut. Hi. <laughs> Hi. It's so Hi. exciting. I'm so good. Uh, it's great. So yeah, it's so it's it's great. I like the separation with O nut. Yes. Uh, yeah, because that really emphasizes emphasizes what it's used for. Yes. Um, yeah. So uh, it, thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So I guess we can start off by um, if you can let our listeners know a little bit about who you are and about yeah. the company, and then we'll get into our questions about the product and all the fantastic things that you're doing in the community. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. So generally, it's fun. I like to introduce myself as an as an inventor by necessity, okay. uh, just which just sounds nice and flowery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then and then people are like, oh, cool. What did you invent? And then I start talking about painful sex, and their heads explode. So it's always <laughs> a great way to kick off a very unexpected conversation about painful sex. Um, but ultimately, my uh, my story and the way that I got into making on that is that I had pain during certain positions, a deep pelvic pain during sex for my entire sexual existence. And I had just thought that it was normal because sex is supposed to hurt, you know, the first time you have it. And, and as a woman, I, I was raised to be a tough, a tough cookie mm-hmm. and complaining is not flattering for anyone. So pretty much after that, you know, the first you know, couple times I had sex and it still was painful, I just assumed that it was my body that was that was that way it was normal and so the the you know 10 years is a long time and over the course of that time at a certain point I got really stressed and the painful sex got worse and I looked on the internet and there wasn't really much there (laughs) and then I asked my my gynecologist and they were not helpful at all um, sorry, you were going to say something. No, I, I was just acknowledging what you were saying because, um, yeah, I mean, Google is great for a lot of things, but then <laughs> there are a lot of things that Google is really not great for. And then what yeah. you end up doing is diagnosing yourself with something that's completely left from what's actually wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, our, our sex ed is so lacking. You know, I didn't even know. I was like, okay, maybe my cervix is low. I didn't even know where my cervix was <laughs> or what it looked like or what it felt like. And here I'm trying to figure out why sex is painful, and I don't even know the parts that I'm dealing with. Right. So so when we look online without the proper vocabulary, it, it's obviously the results are not going to be helpful. In, in fact, they would be hurtful because they're really scary sometimes, and then some of them might apply and some of them might not. Um. So the obvious answer would be to go to the GYN and ask them for help. But 
what I found out and what I realized later is that GYNs are really ill-prepared to actually hold those conversations about painful sex. And pain, pelvic pain is generally uh, pretty complicated to treat, and they're not incentivized to help, so they don't, um, which is really unfortunate. <laughs> no, it is. I, I, you would actually think that someone who makes a living off of dealing with the vagina yeah. would, right, if they would have <laughs> um, yeah. more useful information to give you or at least be able to steer you in some sort of Absolutely. direction. Absolutely. Yeah, a referral would have been right. great. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and they don't. It's, it's really, they kind of just, they suggest lube, uh, maybe a just work around it kind of suggestions. Uh, I, you know, occasionally a, a lot of people say that they are suggested to drink a glass of wine, which is terrible because no one wants to become an alcoholic in order to have sex. Like, <laughs> thanks, great. but no thanks. Like, I got enough problems going on in right. my pants. Right. Um, <laughs> um, so, so yes, yeah, so I, and I just, I didn't even occur to me that a solution was even possible or that I was even worth advocating for at a, at a, at a more intense scale, right. uh, which is just so sad. Um, cause it's, it's like quality. It's not just painful sex. It's not just that physical discomfort, it affects the relationship. It can re- affect life quality. Yes. And that's what ended up happening. Um, so it's it's an unfortunate situation in the circumstances itself, but it was the catalyst that led you to creating this yes. amazing product. Yeah. So, <laughs> what is what is Onut? What is, what is Onut? Onut? Yeah, yes. Onut. So Onut started out as a donut because at this time when I was really stressed out, I had nothing to do, and I just wanted to, to do something. Like, I, I just, the only thing that I knew at the time of inception was that when sex went too deep, I felt terrible about myself. And so maybe if I could control how deep penetration went, I wouldn't feel so bad. Right. And this idea of a pink frosted donut around a penis was like the opposite of every other emotion I was feeling. Right. Um, you know, and, and then, and then, and so, I, so I tested out, so the idea is basically, it's, it's a series of rings that are worn around the base of a penetrating partner. So it could be a penis, it could be a strap-on or a toy, um, and, and it stays outside of the body. Okay. And what happens, it's kind of like a stack of cock rings that are, that are really friendly right. and squishy, and then at the deepest point of penetration, they compress down to act like a bumper. Okay. And, so say the, that part again, it, they're like a series of cock rings? Oh, dear. Yeah, I guess okay. I could say that. Yep, I said it. <laughs> Sometimes I'm afraid to say that because it, it, it associates uh, in a certain way. But, no, but yeah, I can say, just, but I can visually, say it again, though. Right, but just visually, if people don't know, like if they're thinking of a donut, like, okay, so mm. when you said a pink donut, in my mind, I'm actually thinking about a frosted mm. donut with sprinkles on it. And I was like, no, because that, <laughs> that would be kind of weird. But when you actually think about a cock ring and where the cock ring sits at the mm-hmm. base of the penis, if they are um, soft and squishable and they stack visually, right? Identify with what that looks like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's a, that's phenomenal feedback. I actually really appreciate that. Um, so what it is is that it's it basically functions like a like a stack of cock rings that are a little bit bigger and squishy and linked together, and at the deepest point of penetration, they compress down to act kind of like a bumper. Uh, but the beauty of it is that it comes with four rings that all uh, come apart. 
So it allows you to take off a ring for this position or add a ring for that one or add two rings. And it becomes this dynamic conversation to figure out not only what's comfortable, but actually what feels really good for both partners. Yes. Yeah. So does, do, the, do the rings apply pressure at all to the penis the way that a cock ring does? Well, I like to say it's like a penis hug because everyone should <laughs> feel you. like their penis is getting a hug. I mean, hugs are the best. Well, I mean, listen, there's a lot of ego in the penis, so yes. let's just hug that ego. Um, oh, that's but, the best. <laughs> uh, you know, it really depends on the wearer and, and what, what their physical preferences are, what their mental approach is, because, you know, you could be standing three feet away and that might feel like it's too much. Or you could be, like, gripping the bejesus out of it, and it's not enough. So we've made Onat really, really stretchy so that, that it feels almost like what penetration would feel like. There's a little bit of a hug. It actually, the material itself holds temperature nicely. So most of our male wearers say that they forget that it's there, to be honest. Very nice. Yeah, which is great, because then you can just focus on feeling your body and feeling your partner's body and just, you know, connecting in the moment. Absolutely. And not having to worry about pain or not yes. that fear of penetration yeah. or the fear of pain because that's there to assist both of you. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's really interesting. A lot of people are very quick to point fingers at a male partner or a penetrating partner because, you know, if they really cared about you, they would, they would try harder to not go so deep. But that's just not how sex works. No. And, and uh, the reality you know, and is when it's, you're, it's, sorry, when you're in the moment and you're excited, you know, it's yeah. not necessarily that your aim is to hurt the person, no. but you're excited yeah. and you're in the moment and, and, you know, you're, you're just, you're kind of going with where your body's going and, and the sort of feeling and you don't realize sometimes that you're hurting the person until they're like, right. ow, <laughs> or they're like, yeah. stop, or their hands go up or their face sort of wrenches up in some sort of horrific way. Sometimes they don't realize until right. that moment. Well, and, and to be honest, that, that moment might, might not even be visible to the partner. Yes. Uh, in one recent study, half of the women who were, in fact, in pain during sex didn't speak up to their partner. Their partner didn't know. Oh. Yeah. Which is so sad. I mean, I mean it's sad, but I, I, I get it. Well, uh, I think it's like you said at the beginning. It's It's kind of like that whole... You know, there's a certain amount of pain that's associated with sex. And yes, you know, but sure. then if it's really painful, like as a woman, your responsibility is just kind of like to suck it up and deal with yeah. it. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, take, a, take a bath after. You'll, you'll feel fine. Oh like, my like, God. Things. Right. Ugh. Right. And it's, it's so interesting. We're, we're collectively conditioned to invalidate what our understanding of pain even is. Yes. Uh, which is so, uh, it, it's, it's upsetting because. Um, I don't know. I mean, a lot of times you know, there, there might be larger complications at play. There might not be. It might just be a stressful time and, and the body's reacting accordingly. But it's also preventing people from actually advocating for their health. Yes. Um, so, you know, and, and the question generally stops at like, oh, he's just too big. Yeah, the myth under the myth that is that is rules our day to day is everyone's like, oh, sex hurts because he's too big. Right. And there's so many um, other reasons why sex hurts, like endometriosis, yeah. like you've got, sure. you know, your the, your pelvic floor is, is not as, you know, strengthened as it could be. You've got a low cervix. You've got, 
you know, like just sort of the thought of penetration, anything bigger than a finger is painful. Like there's a number of different reasons. It's not sure. necessarily just the girth of the person or the length of the person that you're, you're engaging with. Sure, sure. I mean, it could, it could be even just be trauma. True. Uh, that, that causes that involuntary um, contraction of the muscles. Uh, even after after childbirth, oh, uh, there's all kinds of. <laughs> I'm like six weeks is not long enough to, really, in order to. It really isn't. Yeah, no, it's not. And it just puts pressure on too. It's it's almost like there's an expectation to have sex, or that the body's not recuperating fast enough, or the brain's not recuperating fast enough. So that expectation is there. Um, yeah, there's definitely there's definitely so so. What's cool about Onut going into that place of fear and stress is that this conversation about painful sex is generally not had not only with it between partners but within oneself right so ona facilitates this really open-minded dialogue about um you know how it's, it's the first time we can actually measure depths of penetration that feel good So it's like, you know, uh, doggy style, the 90 degree positions are generally the more painful when it comes to death. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it could be doggy style or even woman on top at 90 degrees or that like silly one where it's the girl on her back and legs are over the head. I just don't understand that one. (laughs) Like that's not good for anything. Right. um, In my opinion. Acrobatics. Yes. Yeah. Like (laughs) I just want to like connect with my partner. I don't need to be in like a knot um but but yeah so it, it just it opens up a really interesting dialogue um around a tool that that can facilitate creativity um yeah so it's it's been and that alone allows the body to relax okay so uh, which is yeah um, what is Onut made of? Like, what is the product itself made of and, and how, like, I know that we talked about it's, it's stackable rings, like a cock ring, and it's got mm-hmm. four sections that you can either add or remove. Um, but just in terms of toys on a whole, like I'm, you know, always letting people know that, you know, there are different aids out there to assist with your pleasure that you don't need to be afraid of, but there's also toys mm-hmm. and, and, um, aids that you should be really investing in. So what is Onut made out of the properties of it and like, what um what types of lube would you use with it? Like how do you clean it? All that sort of jazz. Yeah, um, and, and just a really quick note on the on the aid word. Yeah, uh, a lot because we we uh, the language is really important, and what we try to do is try to not be pathologizing, I guess, if you will. So try to to when try to not make people feel like something is wrong with them. So an aid generally means like something is broken. Okay. Um, so we kind of stick with the neutral, like wearable or product kind of yes. words. Okay. Um, and you can, you, you can cut the, like that list a little bit. You can include that or take it away. I actually think it's really interesting just as far as the language goes, but that's up to you. <laughs> Absolutely. No, but you know what? I mean, this, this whole dialogue that you and I are having in this whole conversation is about um, educating and, you know, letting yeah. people know about this particular product, but then also broadening the discussion on yeah. you know, appropriate use of language or comfortable yeah. use of language, inclusive use of language. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just sort of a, on a scope where people can have real conversation and not feel embarrassed or feel alienated. So definitely, I, I yeah. appreciate you letting me know that. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, no, it's, it's wonderful. I, and um, thank you for the space to just to say that as well. Um, but to, to your question, what is it made of? It 
is made of an FDA-approved body-safe blend so that uh, it is FDA-approved material, which was really important to us so that it could be a trustworthy product. And it's also compatible with both silicone-based and water-based lubrication because when it comes to sexy times, the less distractible things are, the better. And silicone lube generally lasts longer. Okay. So if people want to use that, then it does still work with our material. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then do you uh, – so I know like certain toys like glass dildos and, you know, certain um, silicone toys, you can – you know, they say that you can even throw them in the – Washing machine because they're they're dishwasher safe or not washing machine the dishwasher because they're dishwasher. Safe. <laughs> um, I I don't imagine you would do that with the Onut product, but how how do you care for the Onut product? Yeah, so uh, we suggest soap and water. Uh, it it does not absorb bacteria the way that other porous materials do. So just soap and water is, is fine. Yeah. Okay. And can you use a condom with Onut? Like, is it? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So with condoms, it's it was a, a, a serendipitous engineering feat that when you put the condom on first and then lube up and then you put Onut on. So it's really important always to put lubrication on before Onut goes because you will have a very unhappy partner if you don't. Um, <laughs> okay. uh, it, it actually it holds the condom down. Oh, really? Yeah. Because if you think about it, the O-nut pushes down towards the base of the shaft yes. at, with every thrust. And so, it, and so the, that rib, that rim of condom that's at the bottom just kind of gets reinforced down. That, it, listen to me, the amount of times I think about lost condoms in vaginas <laughs> because they've rolled up from the thrusting and the pushing and the pulling. Yeah. And then you're having to dig around in there to search to try to find it and pull it out. That's awesome. Like, that's absolutely yeah. awesome. No need for a search team no with, with O-Nut and condoms. <laughs> so in my mind, visually, I'm thinking about the thrusting motion. I'm thinking about the O-Nut rings at the base of the penis. And, yeah, like sure. I can visually see that it's it's pushing back against the, that rim and holding mm-hmm. everything in place, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's one less thing to worry about, which is, which is nice. It but goes a long way. But even when you don't use condoms, you still recommend to use lube just even yes. pushing the rings on. Okay. Yeah. I mean, also, any excuse to get lube in the bedroom is worthwhile. I think <laughs> lubrication is the best sex toy of all time. Yes. Hands down. Because it, it just it forces you to pay attention to detail and skin, and, and then it, it gets you using your hands in fun ways. And, um, yeah, I mean, one of, we got a feedback email that said, uh, from from an Onut user that said she gave the most romantic hand job with an Onut that she's ever given. Really? <laughs> yeah, because you can use it. You can use it as a couple's stroker as well. Yes, that's actually very creative. Yeah, that's very creative. Oral, orals of things sometimes you just can't take it all the way down. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, this it has the product has so many different uses because just as you said <laughs> that again, I'm having that visual in my head because thinking that you know you have people some you know that want to be able to sort of take um, a good length, but they're not able to, or they feel some sort of they feel some sort of way about it. But if the yeah. if the onut is there acting like as a buffer, it gives you mm-hmm. kind of a, a gauge gauge or a guide of how much you can take in without hurting yourself <laughs> or yeah hurt. without having to worry mm-hmm. and like the anticipation imagine if you're in one of those positions where you're like 
okay, he's doing okay, he's going, it's doing okay, but if he goes, like, a little bit deeper, it's going to hurt. And then your yes. whole body is just, like, <gasps> tenses up, yes. Yeah, you know, and, and, and it's, it's oftentimes, I mean, I'll speak in my experience, certain positions will always be like that. Yes. But when I use O-Nut, and we figure out those positions and figure out how deep he can thrust where it doesn't hurt, I can, I can enjoy those positions for the first time. Yes. Like, re- like, really enjoy them, you know? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Don't be sorry. Not even. Don't ever be sorry. Girl, this is about pleasure. There's nothing to be sorry about when it comes to pleasure. Um, okay, so question for me. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a person who enjoys giving head, and I try to be overambitious sure. sometimes and Great. trying to do the whole deep throat thing, and that's not always the most successful for me. But yeah. I'm thinking, um, just even in using, like, okay, so if all of the rings are on, and I'm giving head. Theoretically, I could use, as you said, the, the O-nut as a stroker at the base of the penis mm-hmm. by moving it yeah. up and down with my hand. So then my question totally. is, does the, like if we don't use lube, because lube probably doesn't taste the best, even the flavored ones, mm. um, would, does saliva um, affect the rings in any sort of way? Does it cause deterioration oh. in any No, no, no. Okay. No, the body fluids are fine. Okay. Yeah, all good. That's pretty dope. Yeah, it is good. You know, one of the other interesting things about the the multi-purpose aspect of it is that sometimes um, we don't – there's not, like, a single answer with Onan. It's not like, okay, I'm a three-ring person all the time because the body changes. Days of the week are more stressful. There's all different kinds of uh, factors that come to play. Um, So, And and I know for me personally, sometimes I like to just take a break in the middle, which seems like – Wait, we're gonna stop penetration for a sec? It's like what what does that mean? <laughs> like Um, so it's nice in the middle of once we you get to penetration, it's you can actually change direction at any time and because ONA can be used for different things, yes. it's just like it's like a toolkit that you have there. Yes. You're like, oh well I'm gonna I would like to give you a hand job now. Or like <laughs> You know, right, and it, and um, it acts as a stroker to like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, and it, it also just if if at any point there is a sensitivity around needing to stop for whatever reason, then the spotlight isn't on the person who needs that break. Right, because they're they're not filling in the gap, but they're continuing the pleasure and the intimacy, yeah. but just in a different way. In a different way, for sure. It's not like um, a total disruption. So, yeah. Weird question. Have you ever had a man complain about the, the, the size of the rings being too small? Sure. Um, we have not, not many. Um, some of them do like a looser fit. So what we actually say is you can wrap the rings around a, a water bottle, okay. and it'll, it'll temporarily loosen the material um, for, for a couple hours. Okay. So if there is a, a looser fit desired, that does work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the option, yeah. I yeah, because again, visually, I'm thinking about the girth of a water bottle. I'm thinking, wow, that's I the 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 person who's on the receiving end of the person needing to stretch the ring. <laughs> she's a champion, or he's a champion because that's that's pretty girthy. I'm no, pretty girthy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, listen, a baby can come out of that thing. So to be fair, true. I, if, if if a bigger water bottle can go out, I guess one can go, not to say that. It should, but it can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really weird. So, like, I have, I have two. Well, they're adults now, and you know, I always think about that. You know, it's weird because like I've had painful sex, but then I've also sure. given birth twice, 
And in my yeah. mind, I always think that they're 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 two completely different things. It's like that six week, you know, um, you know, post post baby having to have sex and the stress about it and how much that hurts. And then yeah. you know, my ex saying to me like, "You just gave birth. Like you had a kid. What do you mean this? Hurts? Yeah, you know that and that kind of conversation. But yeah, I I, I totally get that. Well, and then there's a lot of unforeseen problems. You know, obviously, there. Oh my, you just like gave birth to a watermelon. Like the water bottle is like nothing. You got a watermelon that just right. came out. Um, and there, it's it's also interesting. They don't really educate new moms on on all of the postnatal complications. Mm-hmm. You know, C-section. We think that we're preserving the vagina, but ultimately, when you have any kind of surgery, it can cause scar tissue. Yes. Uh, so normally when, when you have sex, the, the, or the reproductive organs are free floating to, to accommodate for a, for a foreign object, let's right. just say. Um, but when scar tissue comes into play, it can actually attach your reproductive organs to the surrounding muscle tissue. So it's no longer free floating. Oh. Yeah. And then, and then as, and what you do, uh, the, the way to help, help out with that is like physical therapy. So there's pelvic floor physical therapy. Yeah. Um, which yeah, I mean you you know about it. it's it's physical therapy for your insides for your vagina, <laughs> yes. um, and uh, and that can be a big help as well. As well, and in France they actually they mandate they, there's there's emphasis they call it the fourth trimester, uh, focused on pelvic rehabilitation. So they encourage ten government funded pelvic PT rehab sessions after childbirth in France. I don't understand how we don't do these kind of things in North America. Like, I feel for as advanced as we are and being a first world country, we are so ass backwards. It's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. We're ass in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And, and, oh, that's a whole can of worms because also our medical system is pretty, like our our med school doesn't really focus on, on different kinds of pelvic pain. The sexuality training is about eight hours on average for med school students. Um, it's really, it's bad. But, um, but anyways, I'm just lighting things. Again, it's, it's one of those things where I think, again, even with gynecologists, you know, yeah. your, your study is the vagine and all things that yeah. are related to the vagina. So you would almost think it would be prudent for them to learn things such as, you know, assisting new moms or just women in general in, in how to strengthen the pelvic floor or different exercises that they can do or just even making an appropriate referral to another right. physician who is able to assist. Like, I just feel like saying, well, they don't know or just kind of sidebar treating you based on, you know, basic or general information is just, it's a total yeah. disservice to all women. Absolutely. And, and then when it comes to the, the more intensive procedures and the more intense referrals, uh, so, so basically, let's just say, so med school, when, you, when you're a GYN resident, uh, most of the training is focused on obstetrics. It's mostly focused on pregnancy and delivery because reproduction is more important than anything else in the reproductive system, right. obviously. Um, so they've done C-sections. With, they could do a C-section with their eyes, eyes closed, but they've maybe done a hysterectomy uh, like less than five times. Right. So in order to get more proficient in those skills, you have to do a fellowship. And most people do fellowships in urban areas, and then they stay in urban areas. Right. So even access to quality professionals who know their stuff is very limited to, to urban um, like, yeah, urban communities. 
So the access, so it's, it's a lot of this is, is that we don't know what we don't know. And so it's really important to to get all like second and third opinions whenever uh, there's something in question. Because it's really hard. It's, it's, pelvic pain is really hard to diagnose and it's really hard to treat. Yeah. So um, the more opinions, the better, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so we're going to take a quick commercial break and okay. we will be back with Emily, who is the inventor and creator of a fabulous product called O-Nut. If you're looking for homemade desserts crafted with love and creativity, check out Cooking With Flavors, located inside of Seymour's Watch My Smoke in Laurel Springs, New Jersey. Contact at cookingwithflavors at gmail.com or hashtag cookingwithflavors on Instagram. And we are back. Thank you for joining us again. We are here with Emily, and Emily is the creator, inventor of a fabulous product, as I said earlier, called O-Nut, which is a set of flexible um, pseudo-cock rings. They're not actually cock rings, but they're stackable, uh, pliable, mini-type donuts, <laughs> if you can yeah. imagine, that go around the base of the penis, and they help to act as a... Um, a buffer and a protector to minimize vaginal pain when having sex, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I have a, a question. Can these yes. be used during anal sex? They can. Yeah. So as as long as you know, and kind of, there's this umbrella. You know, the, the one of the biggest things is that we have to make sure that uh, that we're specific about the kind of pain that's happening because the two main categories are, are deep pain and then entry pain. So a, a lot of women might have that, uh, that pelvic contraction where nothing can go in. Yes. So for, for Ona to help, you do have to be able to have some degree of penetration. Similarly with anal, sometimes width is the first barrier to entry. Um, however, once you get there, if length, is uncomfortable for sure O-Nut can help yeah okay yeah and then yeah. essentially you would treat it the same way as vaginal penetration to adjust the number of rings that you use based on your level of comfort yeah absolutely on, on both people's level of comfort to yeah. be honest I mean that's that's the whole beauty of it is just to figure out what both people what works for everyone yeah has anyone ever damaged the O-Nut product like is it possible to rip it or break it um, I, we had one person who, one user who was working with us to experiment with the water bottle technique of stretching it out, and he used, like, boiling hot water and freezing cold water, and, and like, I think he used a bucket of what, like, he just was really trying to see what would happen with different stretching um, experiments, and ultimately he did rip one, but that's the, that's the one and only one that's ripped. <laughs> um, hopefully the, the, the average wearer is not as large as a bucket. <laughs> so I would really hope not, because that's that, that's just taking sex to a whole other place that I can't even <laughs> at all. Yeah, no, that would be bad. That would so be bad. With the stretching process, is it better to use, like I know we had talked about the water bottle stretching, but is it better to use um, water that's warmer, like warmer, close to hot, or just room temperature water? Does the, the no. temperature of the water matter? It doesn't, even, it doesn't even have to have water in it. Oh, it's, just, okay. it's more so just the shape. Yeah. Okay. It's it's fine, yeah. Um, we did have um, another instance where I was worried that they would break with one couple. They were adorable. They were actually older, probably in their 50s or 60s maybe. Aww. 
And they were, and she actually had just gone through cancer treatment because cancer can cause um, that, that scar tissue element that we were talking about. Yeah. And, um, and her and her partner were just, like, flinging them across the room and, like, throwing them around and just, like, stressing them and wearing them as bracelets. And, and, and it's just such a wonderful and – th- and they wrote me this, like, long email about it. And I got them on the phone because it was so – I had to talk to them. It was so exciting that they just felt a sense of just playfulness. And, and that's kind of the, the point of sex is, is to – is to have more questions than we have answers. Yeah. You know, so often we figure out the way to get to, to the thing that we want, and then we stick to that, and then nothing changes. But it's like, well, you know, what else can we try? Maybe we're thinking about that too narrow. And if it takes flinging the onuts across the room to get into this, like, hysterical, intimate place, what does that do to sex that comes afterwards? You know, it's 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 really cool to... Yeah, anyway, anyways, they didn't end up breaking them, but I was, it was definitely a concern. <laughs> That's okay. So, I mean, the, the product is definitely a catalyst for conversation sort of around yeah. intimacy on a whole. Mm-hmm. But just from your perspective as, as someone who has experienced um, painful sex and, and, and your journey, as you talked about at the beginning um, of this episode, how would you personally suggest that someone engage their partner if they're the, you know, they're the person who's feeling the pain? How would you suggest that they engage their partner in a pain conversation? Yeah. So, that, again, that, that is the beauty of ONUT. Like, it's called ONUT. People generally giggle when you first say it because yeah. they're like, what is that thing? <laughs> Sounds sexual. <laughs> um, and normally leading, leading with – it's like when you bring up an article. They're like, oh, my God, there's this cool stat. I'm like, oh, my God, I read this cool thing. Like, did you know? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, 75% of women will have painful sex in their lifetime. And that is like, that is a proven statistic. And that's only people who've reported it. So, um, you know, and then you consider of those 75%, every single person is having sex with a partner. So what does that say about the population of people who are engaged with the experience of painful sex? Um, So even just like a stat like that, it's generally received with curiosity, like, oh my gosh, Uh, it's also generally received with empathy because I talk to a lot of people about it now and they're like, yeah, I I definitely, I've had an experience and I didn't know what to do. Or I've been with a partner and I didn't know what to do. Or I've had that myself and I didn't know what to do. Um, Generally people can identify in some way about that happening. Um, And then you'd be like, oh, there's a cool product that like allows you to do these things. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And And it's like shameless self-promotion, but, but to be fair, it's, it's helpful. No, absolutely. But when we when we met at the sex expo, that's like when I walked past the table, I was like, oh, what's that? Because for me, it's just like the the look of it, the design of it, the color of it looks just really therapeutic. It's got it's like a really hmm. um, it's almost like a seafoam green, I think, like a yeah, we like that, like a jade, right? But it's it's it, like it has a very therapeutic look to it. And even yeah. as you're saying that, when I'm, I was thinking about it, 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 it reminded me of. Um, uh, like, oh my gosh, like rocks in a garden. Oh, yeah. They're almost like, um, like crystal like sea glass. Right, see, right. But just like stacked one on top of the other. And mm. I thought to myself, like, if that was a product that I needed to use, just the aesthetics of it alone, it looks very therapeutic and not intimidating at right. all, which is a really phenomenal dynamic of the Onut brain. Totally, totally. Well, I, you think about historical products 
in the space. And I you know that was when I when I started looking online for products that could help, everything was like masculine, like bigger perfections, <laughs> orgasm. Blah. It was like the incredible Hulk was designing all the sex products. Right. Like that is not my friend. Right. Um and so we just it's really important to us to I mean listen, it's not the it's not the most orgasmic. We're, we don't tout like the expectations to have the best pleasure you've ever had. We really just set a foundation to connect with a partner, to to start from a place of of confidence and self worth. Because what kind of sex are we having if we don't feel whole? Right. Like how can we even be present? If we're constantly worried, regardless of if there's pain or not, if there's self-doubt present in any way, how do, how do we show up as sexual partners? And so Ona, when people when people buy it, there's a card. I can read it if you want. There's a card that comes in the box that I absolutely love. Please, I would appreciate um, if you did. And, oh, my goodness, I'm, like, running around my apartment to get it. <laughs> um um, what's behind door number two? Hold on. <laughs> okay, so while you're looking for it, I'll ask you another question. Yeah, that you can sure. Ask. Um, okay. Has anyone ever purchased the product and it hasn't worked for them? Yeah. Um, in the, when we first launched on Kickstarter, there was a lot of buzz about Onut solves painful sex. And that is a very broad statement. And a lot of people came to us without fully understanding their bodies and expecting Onut to solve all of the problems. So Ona definitely doesn't solve everything. Um, and then, again, it, it, it can, depending on the complication um, and depending on, again, like those factors that are constantly changing, uh, yeah, it might, it might not. So that's why we really, we really encourage the multipurpose aspect of it. We really encourage um, that with all of our language, uh, to help people feel like they're worthy and capable of like fulfilling sexual enjoyment. Yes. Um, you know, oftentimes we're so focused on this physical pleasure. You know, we go historically again into male products. It's like physical pleasure, physical, physical. Mm-hmm. And then the pendulum has swung in the feminist direction to demand our physical equality in the bedroom. Absolutely. You know, we, de- we, we deserve our orgasms as well. But female arousal does not orient around orgasms or even physical stimulation. It's, it's very much informed by, like, emotional and social Absolutely. and cultural factors. Absolutely. So, so our products, we're trying with, within this, like, helpful tool to actually address, like, a, hol- a holistic range of psychological and, and affirmational um, Oh gosh, now I just ran myself into a sentence without an end. Um, <laughs> You're okay. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I actually, hold on, let me just, okay, cool. I am pulling it up here. Yep. Um, okay, so the letter that's included in, in the box. Um, basically, I don't know if you've seen the, the Mr. Rogers documentary, <laughs> Won't You Be My Neighbor? No, I haven't actually. It's, uh, if you ever want an emotional cleanse, <laughs> I suggest you watch it. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, I pretty much wrote all of the packaging as if it was speaking to me five years ago. Okay. It's like, how would I have wanted to feel? What would I have wanted to know? 
what kind of reassurance would I have needed? How did I want to be perceived as like a sexy person or a confident person? So the letter that comes into the box, when you first open it up, it says, you made it. A big congratulations, not only on your new ONUT, but also on the hard work that led you here. The journey is never easy. I tell you with my full heart, you are sexy exactly the way you are. You're a problem solver, a shoulder to lean on, a spreader of joy. You put a lot of love out there, and you deserve to live that love you share. So in the spirit of curiosity, embrace adjustment, awkward moments, and small, mighty victories. And know deep down, but not too deep, that you're doing great. Now go play. All of my love, Emily. Okay, if I tell you how I have goosebumps on both of my arms and down my legs. Oh. Emily, that's beautiful. Okay, now we're going to have an emotional moment. Oh, my gosh. Emily, that was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Thank I mean, it's, you. No, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Tell me, what's, hap- what's coming up for you? When I think about intimacy and I think about sex and anybody that I know who has lamented about it, who has cried about it, who has cussed about it because of frustration, when I'm thinking about the words that you just spoke, it makes me know that on a larger scale that I'm not alone and that everyone that I know that's ever experienced sexual frustration, that they're not alone. And that not just this product was created for you, but you thought on a, on a larger scale, if I was to give this to someone, how would I want them to feel? I want yeah. them to feel like they're, they're, there's no judgment attached to this, that yeah. there's nothing wrong with them, that what they feel is not crazy, and, yeah. and the way that they feel is valid. Yeah. And it just, it yeah, that just took me to a really great emotional place to say that, you know what, yeah, this this is a product for 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 me this is a product for every woman this is a product for every man this is a product for every person who has experienced or caused hurt or in some sort of way yeah like when i think about you know okay so the, the person who is the giver of the pleasure who has the penis or the strap you know sure. the person that they love or the person that they're being intimate with you never want to hurt that person you know no. so yeah. i'm receiving that message to let them know that you know i am this is a product to help you help the person that you love yeah and for you guys to be able to connect on a deeper level without having to struggle and worry about the pain factor yeah, absolutely. But for the person that's on the receiving end of it, who has experienced the pain, to let them know that they're not alone and yeah. that, you know what, this is a product to help you maximize and enjoy pleasure and enjoy yeah. that loving experience with your partner so that you can have the most fulfilling sexual sex life that you can. Absolutely. Oh, Emily, you're the you're a phenomenal fuck. Oh you're man, my my heart is like my chest is just like expanded right now. You're so so dope. I knew oh. that when I met you at the sex expo, but just <laughs> listening to you read that, you're so so you're fucking dope, Emily. Oh my goodness, sorry. Oh no, it's okay. I'm just trying to breathe right now. <laughs> I've had a very emotional day. Oh man, uh, oh. but it's so true. It's like if we ask what is the purpose of sex. Like, really, what is the purpose? Yeah. And is that the sex life we're living? Sure. You know, what, what kind of sex do we want to be having? Um, so often, people are very critical or, 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 or self-critical about having any kind of dysfunction. I mean, listen, when our bodies don't meet our own expectations... Oh, yeah. We're the hardest on it's, ourselves. It's so defeating, yeah. regardless of pain or not. You know, erectile dysfunction, it, it is very defeating. Yes, um, 
And, oh, God, I totally lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Okay. Actually, I have Where a question it? now that you just uh, said that. Can, can the product assist in keeping the men's penis more erect? Is that a possibility? Uh, it, so uh, it can. Actually, one of, one of uh, our early testers had prostate cancer, and so he had structural integrity complications. That's what he called it. Okay. Uh, and, it and it was a bit of that crutch for him. Uh, he really likes using it uh, with couples and in a partnership and also by himself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. See, yeah. The oh. has so many different uses. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, this is, and again, like when people see it, because I know we're going to talk about the promotion or the giveaway uh, that we're doing, but, but I'm telling you, when people see it, like it's not an intimidating product the way that you would yeah. think that something like this would be. It's a very therapeutic looking product yeah. from the construction of it to the color of it. You know, even when you see the way that you play with it or you can manipulate it, like it's, it's, just, mm-hmm. it's a phenomenal, phenomenal product. Yeah. Well, it's, we tried to make the branding pretty non-gendered. Uh, because a lot of our purchasers are male identifying, female identifying, and a lot of people in between as well. Yes. And we're trying to be, you know, pretty open about not polarizing it in one direction. Um, I did remember what I wanted to say, actually. Okay. <laughs> um, um, and then I, like, long rants that went far away. Um, that, yeah, people are often critical about when, when our bodies don't meet our expectations. But generally, in heterosexual dynamics, we learned this choreographed routine of sex. You do, you make out, you do some foreplay, maybe a little of this, maybe a little of that, penetration, right. orgasm, if you're lucky. Um, and then, and then there isn't much dialogue about not only what we do like, but also what we don't like. Absolutely. And when we're forced into these constraints, when we have kind of, I mean, I want to actually say like a little bit of an obstacle to work around. Then the conversations get so full. Yes. They become so interesting. And, and it empowers both partners. I mean, people are so afraid to talk to, to male partners oftentimes because of, of judgment. I'm, I'm, I'm not the sexual being that I, I want to embody. But when you actually bring it up, it empowers the partner to, to help, like, work with it. Yes. And then you figure out what feels really, really good. And it's so much more dynamic than the default, than the autopilot, where there's no conversation at all. Uh, so oftentimes people, when they incorporate Ona, it just, it feels that much more enriching. Not in, it's like enriching is not a sexy word. <laughs> but, That's okay. But it is. It's so satisfying to, like, to feel supported with someone who cares about you, Absolutely. who you're also having a really good time with. Absolutely. Um, ooh, sorry, I get real jazzed up. When I- <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, I don't know. <sighs> so uh, I recently read on your page that you are doing a partnership. Um, forgive me, I can't remember all of it, but it's it's about engaging sure. in conversations about sexual health and sexual wellness and talking about um pain uh yes. and sex and, and intimacy so i know that you are you have um i don't know if it's an event that you have coming up or um but there's something okay so I, I, if you can tell our listeners you have um created conversations so there's with, two things yes yeah okay so there's the lady bits league yes. and then there's the perception project yes that's that's the one Okay. okay. So tell us about both. Which the the 
great. Uh, the Ladybird League is a monthly roundtable where we actually we cap it at 15. We keep it really intimate, and it's a conversation that challenges. Our, our normative, we call the normative narrative, which is like a gobbledygook of words, but it's just, our, our, it challenges the narrative that we maintain around what, it, what female wellness means. And we, we start the conversation each time with a word. So actually, last a week and a half ago, we had a whole like two and a half hour dialogue about fear and how it serves us and doesn't serve us and how we feel fear in our bodies and how we feel fear sexually and, and what we're willing to let go of. And, um, and and how it comes up and we don't even know it, and how we how labels change what happens to fear. Yes. Um, it's like all anyway. So it's wow, that's a long answer. Um, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> so this is like really intimate dialogue, uh, just kind of talking culturally about these ideas. And where does this take place? This it's in Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah, you go to ladybitsleague.com and okay. sign up. Uh, we generally don't post it on social because we try to keep it small. Yeah. So, um, so if you can wiggle your way in, we'd love to have you for okay. sure. Perfect. And then your second um, initiative? It's the Pain Perception Project. Yes. Um, oftentimes we find ourselves in the GYN office, and it's really hard to talk about the experience that we're feeling, and they oftentimes don't ask the questions that facilitate that dialogue. So what this is is it's. It's an assessment. It starts with the, the pain perception project starts with a pelvic pain assessment, which is a series of online questions that guide you through your journey of um, just any kind of like pelvic experiences. And it includes painful sex and uh, life quality as well. So, you know, how does, how does any discomfort affect your relationships? How does it affect your work productivity? So it really helps people to identify what's important to them, not just for the treatment plan that they want, but how, how, how we can also self-regulate in our own lives. Um, and it results in a printable PDF that facilitates that dialogue in the doctor's office. And this is a tool that women and men or couples, anyone, can take with them when they're going to meet with the doctor and they, these are conversations that you're interested in having with the doctor. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would say, you know, it's, right now it's targeted towards uh, female pelvic pain or female body pelvic pain. Absolutely. And um, so, it's, yeah, it's a pain perception project, which is a bit of a mouthful. Um, it's alliteration. I like that. Triple P. Yeah. It's the PPP. Yes. <laughs> which is also fun to say. Um, yeah, we're really just trying to start a lot of different conversations so that that there's a greater education, greater awareness, and, and more questions. Like, the idea is just to keep having more questions um, and to keep that dialogue going. Yeah. I think mean, that's perfect. So um, we are going to wrap up shortly, but I okay. wanted to ask if there's anything else that you wanted to impart on our listeners or let them know about you or your fantastic products. But outside of that, um, to let people know where they can find ONUT, where they can find you, how they can get yeah. involved. <laughs> I mean, I first and foremost, if, if people are still listening after this amount of time, I just want to like give you uh, give you a hug. <laughs> you know, it's it's really it's it's good. Again, it's like not the sexiest conversation, but it's really important. And so the fact that you like made it all the way through and just took in as much as possible says something about the way that you approach yourself, you approach your health, and also the, everyone else in your life as well. 
Um, you know, painful sex is really hard to talk about, but the more we bring up that conversation, the more we'll realize what a shared experience it is and that we can actually help each other without even having a doctor involved. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then where to find us? We're online. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, onut.co, www.ohnut.co, or you just Google onut or like humper bumper or thruster adjuster. You know, you get real oh, creative with those. Thruster adjuster. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, um, that's a pretty neat one. Yeah. And you guys are um, you're on social media as well? We are, yeah. Instagram is our jam. Uh, we're at onutco. Again, if you just like look up onut, O H N U T, you can find us. Um, and, and honestly, the biggest thing that would be helpful right now is if you do want to get one, um, and try it out, uh, a review would be tremendous just because it's so people like to hear from people who use it and not just us as a brand. Um, cause yeah. It's more meaningful when, when real people are actually writing in about their experience with the product. Yeah, totally. Totally. Okay. Um, so do you have any other questions? Is there anything like that seems unanswered for you? No, not at all. You know why? For me, it's it's a little different though because you and I met in real life. Um, so in, mm. in standing there talking at the sex expo and and sort of just talking about the product and being able to actually physically see the product and then see the people that were interested in the product and to read up on you. No, I I'm mm. yeah. For me myself, yeah. Um, for me, the the best part of this conversation outside of just talking to you was when you read the letter and that, mm. that absolute feel good moment was, yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, thank you as well. Oh, you're welcome. Um, so we are going to be doing a raffle mm-hmm. for one Onut product to a lucky listener. Um, I'm going to list the uh, contest rules on my page, and then it'll also be tagged to Onut. Um, so if you follow the rules, then you have the opportunity of winning an Onut product to try out for yourself. And we would also ask that you write in a review um, to Emily and to Onut to let them know how the product has worked for you and how you feel about the product and all that sort of stuff. Um, so listen out for that. Um, I am your host, AJ Badass Jones. Mm. This has been another episode of the Pum Pum Chronicles. You can find me on my social media, uh, the Pum Pum Chronicles pod on Instagram, and my personal page is badass underscore Jones underscore. I am also on Twitter at TPP Chronicles, and you can find episodes streaming live on Apple, iTunes Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Anchor, and Spotify. And uh, you can also find us on our YouTube channel, which is the Pum Pum Chronicles pod. And please look out for the details of the contest. As we said, one lucky winner will win um, a set of Onut rings for them to track. Awesome. Emily, thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. Thank you, AJ. You're amazing. (laughs) Thank you for just your energy and your awesome questions. And, like, I just, I feel great. I feel like I can go for a jog right now. I probably won't because I got work to do. But well, I'm absolutely I feel like sending good. you a virtual hug. Thank you so much. Amazing. Thank you. <laughs>
Bitch, don't kill my vibe, please go somewhere else See, I'm just a vibe, you won't find nowhere else When you got the total package, why get someone else? This Kima, Keisha, Pam, but I want no one else I want no one else but Puffy in your videos, dancing in the back of you. Take that out, put it back in you. I Craig Mack in you, whisper flavor in your ear. You my baby, baby. No, I think big, but just have faith if you my lady. Bad boy, bad bitch, still a good connection. Tell me where to take it, girl. You get good directions. Slap you on your ass, girl. That's just hood affection. Fuck your ex with all that coulda, woulda, shoulda texting. Tell them you got a new connect. No stop over, do direct. You come over, you collect. Got that check so you correct. I just wanna do you right now. Yeah. And I wanna do you right now. I want you to let it be known that I'm the only nigga on that. I want you to let it be known. We got that connection, yeah. It's sexy, yeah. Connection with no pressure We know what we want Five in the morning Driving along You in a blind spot Losing control You are the answer Yeah